And we're back. Another illustrious episode of Before the Recount. I am your host, the unnamed host, a.k.a. Father MC. You know, <laughs> treat them right. Uh, <laughs> also with my other uh, host. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Osiris. <laughs> so we are fresh off of a week after uh, Easter. So I hope everyone had a, a happy Easter uh, last week. Uh, now we're pretty much so it's the end of April. Uh, yeah. Easter came late this year. Yeah, Easter came late this year. Halloween's not even coming on a Friday, but Easter did come uh-huh. late. Uh, wow. <laughs> but, so uh, yeah, we're pretty much next... Yeah, this is the last one. Yeah, next week we'll touch in May, so... Yeah, that's so good. crazy. Weather's getting better. Bugs are starting yes. to come out. Yes, weather gets the sun is out early, which uh, we don't we don't have uh, shades in, in our bedroom. Okay. And uh, so, so this morning at like five thirty, I'm I'm waking up like, oh wow, like I, you know, we've, we've got the podcast. I must be running late. It's like right, so I like jump out of bed, <laughs> <laughs> and then I look at my clock and it's five thirty, and I'm like, oh, crazy. <laughs> so I actually didn't see a whole lot of wrestling this week, other than uh, one show of uh, NXT, but. And I didn't really catch a whole lot, like, on the rumor mill, news line, you know, wrestling. Other than, uh, I think I sent you a clip in regards to um, Rick Flair potentially coming back, or I don't know what he's trying to do. But he had, like, a little exhibition, uh, him and Jay Lethal, just to show, I guess he still has it. I'm not absolutely sure what he's trying to do, but yes, what did you think of that clip when you saw it, you know? Uh, it was interesting. Uh, like, that's got to be really cool for Jay Lethal. Um, I mean, they had a program TNA, obviously. Yes, yes, they did. And uh, but just the same, like the, when I see that clip, that tells me, like, oh, like they're they're close to some extent, you know? Because uh, that looked like it was just in a private little uh, training ring. Yeah, he definitely uh, uh, give kudos to Lethal. He definitely made sure to make Rick look as credible as possible. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I mean, I don't, I don't think it was meant to be for public consumption. Like, I feel like it was one of those things where they're like, "Hey, we're just gonna get in here and like." Well, no, uh, Rick posted on his uh, social media though. Fair, but I, and maybe that was the plan the whole time. But in my head, I feel like when they started, because to me, it just looked like some old school wrestling training. Oh, okay, okay. You know, and so. Uh, yeah, and I'm like, you know, shorts, t-shirts, like that. That's wrestling training. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, you know, it's interesting. Like I said, I think it was really cool for Lethal. Like I'm like, wow, these guys must be some kind of friendly, like you know, if not friends. Yeah. Know, to be in this ring together, like you know, and trading. Yeah. So that's definitely, cool. it was interesting to see Rick run the ropes, but. You could definitely tell Father Time is... I mean, Father Time has always been knocking on this door, but now you can really see it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, two factors in that. One, he's like 70. Um, and then two, the, the more time you spend away from the ring, yeah. but the, you know, the less sharp you are. Right. Because, I mean, people see Sting, you know, still rocking out with, you know, AEW, and he's in his, like, mid-60s. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but and he's still, I guess, undefeated. Uh, As he should be. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but like you, you told me, you told me last week, he's more of a manager, anyways, for Darby. Yeah. Yep. Than you know, actual performer, but still, like he's still, like you said, doing on a consistent basis. So I guess 
it allows him to keep, you know, uh, oil in his joints, you know, a la Tin Man type style. With <laughs> Flair has been, you know, long out the ring, you know, had more health issues. So obviously he's definitely going to be slowed down a peg or two. Yes. Yep. But speaking of Jay Lethal, like, he's not really getting used well, you would think, being an AEW and, you know, having such a prestige, you know, situation being with Ring of Honor, like having his being a, a name with that as well as team name, but he's not really having a lot of victories or no. tele- televised victories, I should say. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, you know, they've got Dark and right. that, that other YouTube show there. But if you're Jay, I, you're looking at your situation and you say, did I, well, A, obviously Ring of Honor folded, but like, do you say yourself that make the right decision? Like, um, would, would you rather try to go for TNA, you know, Impact or even maybe scratch on you know Vince's door and be like anything for me <laughs> that's a, so here, here's my thoughts on that um did he make the right decision yes because ring of honor folded right and at the time i don't think anyone really knew what was going to happen with ring of honor right and it's like you, you got bills to pay i don't know if jay lethal's got a wife or a girlfriend or anything like that but you right. know regardless we've all got bills right um <laughs> And uh, so it was like, hey, like he snatched up, another, he lost one job, snatched up another one, you know? Right. Um, I don't know how much interest WWE would have had in him. Okay. Uh, Jay Lethal. So here's my thing about Jay Lethal. Um, when he's doing his Macho Man and Ric Flair stuff, yep. it's amazing. When he's not doing that, I feel like he doesn't come across as very charismatic. Okay. <clears throat> And uh, so I think WWE wouldn't have had any interest in him. He's smaller than Shelton Benjamin, and if not doing those impersonations, less charismatic. Yep. Okay. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, I don't see where where they use him. Uh, Is he too old for NXT? Yeah, he's definitely too old for NXT uh, with where they're going now. Okay. Like everybody on that roster is like 25 and under. Oh no, uh, Loomis, he gotta be like Lito's age. Yeah, Lo- yes, Dexter Loomis, but I'm like, how long will he be there in NXT? Wobble Grimes, aren't they like same age? Or is Grimes young? Grimes is young. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know how young, but he's the son of one of the Hardy Boys friends. So he's got to be pretty Really? Young. Yeah. Huh, okay. So he's from North Carolina? Yeah, he's from North Carolina and actually trained by the Hardy Boys. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Oh, so yeah. he came out of what's that was that Omega promotion? Yes. Exactly. Okay. All right. Okay. Good for him. Right. Um, so yeah, so he's gotta be somewhat young. Okay. Um, but um what about could they just have oh yeah, uh, so SmackDown. Yeah, SmackDown probably couldn't Yeah, so that's what sucks for Lethal then, huh? Yeah, you know, like, not a lot of options, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, like I said, Impact? Yeah, Impact could have been an option. Um, MLW? Got, yeah, MLW. I, I don't know what MLW pays. Okay. You know, um, when you look at their roster, most of that talent works other places. Yeah. Um, and so I assume, I'm like, yeah, like, the, the pay can't be that great. It's not like they have major TV or, or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, I would say um, hmm. 
Yeah, I'm real. I'm, it's funny. I'm thinking of the wrestling landscape, and I'm like, AEW is really your your best place to make money and be seen. Um, but if you go to be seen to lose, like, why not just be a job of it for like you know Vincent and like lose out on like you know SmackDown or main event? Like, at least you get even paid even more. But I don't think I don't think they'd be paying more, and I don't think they would even take him. Oh, okay. it's funny you say it because you you make it sound like it's his choice. Which yeah. uh, reminds me of when I ran into John Cena's dad a couple weeks ago, or yeah. actually like a month ago now. Yeah. And uh, he's like, why are you wrestling for one of the companies? <laughs> and I'm like, it's not my choice. Like, if one of them wanted to use me, I'd happily be working for them. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. instead of like, hey, if you can put in a good word with someone for me, please do. Uh, you know? Yeah. But yeah, he, like you made it sound like I was choosing not to wrestle for WWE or AEW. Yeah. And, uh, like, no, I'm not choosing that. Like, you think he could have um, decent, you know, out there in like like New Japan, you know, across seas? Uh, yeah, I think Lethal would be great in New Japan. Um, his style, I think, would work out well there. And you don't have to be very charismatic. What matters is what you do in the ring. Right. Um, so yeah, and I think if Lethal did his Macho Man or Ric Flair stuff there, it'd be over huge. Oh, he joined the Bullet Club. He could join the Bullet Club. Uh, the Bullet Club is not what it used to be, All right. uh, by any means. And I don't know if at this point if it can even be fixed. Okay. Um, you know, when the Bullet Club started with uh, Finn Balor, Prince Devitt at the time, Yep. Um, the, the concept was brand new to Japan. Like, Japan had always just been pure wrestling. Yeah. Now you're bringing in sports entertainment. Yeah. Uh, but it was just confined to that group. Yeah. Um, so it was groundbreaking. And then when Finn Balor, or when Prince Devitt left to become Finn Balor, uh, and AJ Styles took over, yep. uh, now you've got the best wrestler in the world leading this, like, you know, revolutionary group. Okay, and then when AJ left and Kenny Omega took over, you still had what was considered, even though I, in my in my mind and heart, AJ Styles was still the best wrestler in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people were calling Kenny Omega the best wrestler in the world, so that's fine. You know, it's a uh, matter of opinion and choice. And uh, so I'm like, either way, you still had someone that people considered the best wrestler in the world leading things. Okay. Uh, and then you even had Cody in there and like, you know, there was some like dissension, like who should be leading Bullet Club and all that, which was interesting. Uh, but then once uh, AEW formed and Kenny and the Bucks and Cody, uh, they all left Bullet Club. Um, you know, now Bullet Club was being led by Jay White and not a lot of people knew who Jay White even was. And that's no disrespect to him. That's just what the situation was, you know? Yep. Um, so, so yeah, the Bullet Club, unfortunately, at, at that point, lost its steam and has continued to lose steam since then. I mean, I remember, I forget when WrestleMania New Orleans was. I think that was like three years ago, maybe four years ago now. Okay. Um, and at that time, Bullet Club was so hot. Um, and, and, I mean, you just saw a sea of people in Bullet Club uh, t-shirts. And then, uh, but now you go to indie shows and you don't see any. So it just fizzled out? Yeah, it just kind of fizzled out. I mean, it still exists. Right. 
but I couldn't even tell you who the members are. Um, I know Tama Tonga got kicked out of the Bullet Club. Really? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, but outside of that, I'm like, I know Jay White. Is, I think Jay White is still the leader. Yeah. Uh, Chris Bay is in there. The Good Brothers are in there, sort of. Um, that's yeah. There's so many things where it's just like, yeah, the Bullet Club isn't what it was, and uh, unfortunately, I don't think it'll ever ever reach those heights again. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully, you know, what I'm saying like Jay. Hopefully, Tony will look at Jay as you know some sort of mockability that he can. You know, not have him take L's. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I think they're about to give him a, a big Ring of Honor push. Okay. Um, he's now got uh, Sanjay Dutt as his manager. Okay. Uh, yeah, Joe, is, the... Joe is the TV champ, right? Yes. Yep. He just won okay. it. Okay. And they, uh, and then Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and their giant Indian. Uh, beat up Samoa Joe after. I heard that was a terrible uh, debut. Was it? Um, I don't want to call it a terrible debut. I know why yeah. people are calling it a terrible debut. Okay. And, uh, so one um, AEW, they do the lights off, lights on thing a lot. What's that? Uh, where it'll be like, oh, all of a sudden the lights go out. Yep. And then they, they come on and, you know, someone's in the ring. Yep. So they do that a lot, and unfortunately, they don't do it very well um, in comparison to WWE. Okay. Um, with, with AEW, the, the lights go off, and then they're off for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and then finally, like, someone comes, you know, finally they come back on and someone's in the ring. Yeah. Uh, so, so right off the bat, like, that doesn't help things when, you know, there's another company that does that. Not often, but they do it. And yep. they do it so much better. Yep. Um, and then the other thing is, you're, you know, it's a bit of overkill. It's like, because it's like every two months that it happens. Yep. Uh, where they do the lights off, lights on thing. Yep. Um, and Malachi Black and his group, the House of Black, that's their gimmick. Okay. So, I mean, it, it's not only is it happening like every two, three months for a debut, yep. it's happening every week for the House of Black. <laughs> so it takes the suspense away right you know it's like oh like we, we saw this and yeah um so so start off that's the first issue uh with it okay. uh, second issue is it, Samoa Joe just won the Ring of Honor TV title yeah like the the show should have ended with him holding that up and elevating that belt right and then cue the black <laughs> yes, yep, but just straight stay black. <laughs> like, yep. You know. So how did it end it? So instead it ended with him winning the title, the lights go off, and they're they're off for a while. <laughs> and uh, which makes Samoa Joe look stupid. Like, why are you standing in the ring? Like the lights are out, you know something's gonna happen. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and then they come back on and it's Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt and this giant Indian guy. And I say that just because I don't know his name. Um, okay. But, you know, apparently uh, AEW, much like WWE, and probably like any big business, is trying to break into the, the market in India. Okay. Um, 
and you know definitely can't hate on that that's smart uh there's you know what something billion people there or something like that yeah how how, how how is he like Kali stiff or not that bad um yeah he's Kali Giant Gonzalez kind of uh it's cross is, uh, those is, is Ben uh, uh worse no not worse but like is uh, almost 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 better than him I, I think so oh wow okay so yeah I, I think uh, and apparently this guy is a um, NBA player that didn't work out who almost or the other, no the, the other guy the uh, AEW guy yeah it's funny they keep they get a lot of NBA uh, well basketball players seem to <laughs> like to come become professional wrestlers like Sid Kevin Nash uh, Paul uh, yeah. John, you know, Paul White like they all yeah. play Undertaker. basketball before who? Undertaker even he was a basketball player? yeah he talked about that in his Hall of Fame speech and how his pe- he, he got uh, offered to play in Europe yeah. his parents were like wait you're gonna not go play professional basketball to like try <laughs> this wrestling thing? <laughs> like, wow I wonder if he was good I mean, good enough, I guess, to get an offer to play in Europe. Yeah. 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 All right. But, yeah, it seems like basketball is, like, the go-to for, and I guess football. Yeah, right. I, I would say any baseball players or hockey players. Yeah, you'll see any baseball players or hockey players. Uh, macho Man. What sport? He was baseball. Really? He, he actually played minor leagues. Really? Yes. What, down there in Florida? Um, I'm not sure if it was in Florida or Cincinnati. Okay. I feel, for some reason, I have Cincinnati in my head. Okay. Oh, so he must have been good then. He went up to almost, you know, triple A. Yeah, yeah. All right. Nice. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, have you been checking out any wrestling uh, this past uh, week? I know you guys just got back a couple of weeks ago from Mania, so I don't know if you have wrestled oh, out. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Still keep still keeping up with the wrestling. Okay. Um, this weekend was busy, so did not get to SmackDown okay. or uh, Rampage yet. Okay. But uh, I guess first things first, although I didn't watch this, yep. um, I just found out uh, last night was TNA, uh, not TNA, but Impact uh, Rebellion, their pay-per-view. Okay. And uh, Josh Alexander beat Moose for the uh, heavyweight championship. Who's Josh Alexander? <laughs> I know who Moose is, but like, who's uh, who's that? Uh, so Josh Alexander, he was the uh, tag team partner of Ethan Page. Okay, um, and they were a tag team in Impact together, and then uh, Page they they broke up, and Page left for AEW. So Page and Scorpio always haven't been tag team uh, partners. No, oh, no that okay. only happened in AEW. So which team do you prefer better? Um, I don't like either of them. <laughs> if you had to pick, if you were stranded on an island and you had to watch one of their matches to survive, that's really tough. That bad? Uh, one. <laughs> uh, I mean, if I gotta pick one to survive, yeah, um, I'm probably gonna go with Paige and Sky only because they're gonna have better opponents in AEW to work with. Okay. Um. With that being said, Alexander's an interesting guy, um, or at least to me. Um, I've, I don't, I, I, I'm trying to think of how to put this. I've, uh, I haven't seen a lot of his matches. I've only seen a few. Okay. And he, from what I've seen, I like his style. 
Okay. Um, he's a submission guy and kind of old school uh, throwback. But it's interesting to me. It's so different than like what you see on wrestling uh, these days. And I'm like, wow, they, you know, they're they're putting him over. Okay. Um, you know, like they're they're giving him the the push and getting him over. I remember Brian Pillman uh, back in the day talking about you know getting a guy over. Yep. And he's like, you know, it doesn't matter how talented you are. He's like, you know, what matters is if they get you over. And okay. uh, the example he gave was Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, he, he compared Tom Hanks and Ultimate Warrior. And uh, he's like, Tom Hanks, he's like, he's a jabroni. He's, he's cross-dressing on TV. He's like, <laughs> and because uh, he was on that show Bosom Buddies where like, yeah. You know, and blah blah blah, and he's like, but then they got him over, and he was a big movie star. You know. Ah, uh, okay, okay. And I mean, okay. you could say that probably about any of the big movie stars. Our Brad Pitt, he was on regular TV. He was doing like I think Calvin Klein underwear commercials. Okay. He got over, you know. Okay. Uh, but uh, but but yeah. So uh, and he compared that to Ultimate Warrior. He's like Ultimate Warrior was the Dingo Warrior. He's like, and what's the value in Dingo Warrior? There's no value in the Dingo Warrior, but there's no <laughs> difference between Dingo Warrior and Ultimate Warrior. They just got him over. Right? Well, yeah, I've never seen, seen Dingo Warrior, so I couldn't... Me neither. Too, so, but, eh, but I have to assume, like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I don't think WWE trained him any differently or did anything, so I'm like, yeah, he was probably the same guy. Yeah. And then yeah. they just got him over. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and that's how I feel about Josh Alexander. Not taking okay. anything away from him. Okay. But like I watch him and I'm like, wow, like they're 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 pushing him. They're getting him over. Like it's okay. not one of those like things where it's like, oh man, this immediately makes sense. Like some people you see and you're like, oh, like I get it immediately. Okay. I, I don't feel that way with Josh Alexander. And that's why I say, like, oh, like they're putting him over, they're getting him over. Okay. Um, he beat Moose last night, you know. <clears throat> okay. So. Are you a fan of uh, Ethan Page? Um, not a huge fan of his. No. Nah. Uh, nothing against him, just doesn't do much for me. Okay. okay. Uh, how about yourself? Uh, he can talk. Yes. Yes. Great he on the talk. mic. If he was in WWE, he'd probably be a manager. Yeah. So. Uh, Good segue because uh, aren't they now pushing uh, LA Knight into that role now? Yes. Um, apparently, last week he managed Mace from uh, Retribution. Yeah. And then last night he managed Mace and Mustafa Ali. No, yeah, I'm so sorry, not Mustafa Ali. Uh, Mansoor. So, are you a fan of this move? Um, I mean, if it keeps him a job and making a lot of money, then yes. I'm very is happy this a, for is this a downgrade? Is this a downgrade in your eyes for him? I feel like it is. I, I mean, I would book LA Knight to be the heavyweight champion. Yeah, but I, he doesn't have any... I mean, he has personality, but he doesn't have an identity. What do you mean he doesn't have an identity? He's LA Knight. Yeah, yeah but you basically see Stone Cold and The Rock, he's mimicking. Two like, of the biggest stars of all time. Right, but that, how's, how you have identity if you're mimicking two people... Because he hey, does that's it in, like, in his own way. Like, yes, he uses the Rock's cadence. He uses Austin's, like, style. But, you know, he's got his own things. Yeah. How's that your own thing if you have two different people <laughs> as you? 
Like, I'll get where the that shit on, you know, coming from. Because he, he's got, he's also got his own style. Yeah. Mm. The Rock wasn't doing, yeah. Austin wasn't doing, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Who's doing it? L.A. Knight. Yeah. yeah. Nah. <laughs> and that's not uh, an but... insult. That's just the facts of life, dummy. <laughs> but, I mean, hopefully, you know, so he's doing NXT now, though, right? I, I assume so. All right. So, hopefully he'll make more money up, you know, in the uh, other brands. But, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you're wrestling and all of a sudden you become a manager, that seems it seems like you're only one foot out the door type of mentality. Yeah, it's not a good sign. Uh, yeah. Definitely not a good sign. I mean, the rumor is that they wanted Adam Cole, baby, to be a yeah. manager. Well, I see that makes more sense. Yeah, because he's so small. Yeah, like that's the thing. I'm like, La Knight. La Knight's not very tall, but he's a big guy. Well, I mean, I, I, he's not short. Like, I, I give him what, like five ten, five eleven. I think he might even be six. Yeah, that's pretty decent. It's decent, but it's not, you know, it's not okay. by WWE standards. Like, it's like, yeah. Okay. The, the best example I, I always give to people is yep. uh, formerly known as Zack Ryder, now Bat Cardona. Yep. I'm like, in WWE, he didn't seem that big. But you, you watch him on the indies, and, like, he's the biggest guy anywhere he goes. Well, he definitely put size on after he left, though. He did. He, he did put on... So it's not like that, was, that wasn't his same size as Zack Ryder. He definitely it, put at least a good 10 pounds, 10 to 15 pounds on him. Yeah, he probably, you know, no more wellness policy. Yeah. But, but with that being able, said, like, he, yeah. he's still the same. Even if he was Zack Ryder, he'd still be bigger than everybody on the indies. You think so? Yeah, like he, he's like six three. Okay, all right, all right, okay, but uh, all right. Well, hopefully, uh, LA well, probably can... probably six one or six two, and then lifts him the boots. But either way, do you think he'd be able to push his uh guys that he's managing? No, um, <laughs> that, that, that's, be... that's another bad sign for him. Okay, uh, and I, I mean, clearly, I love L. A night, yeah, um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean they, they're putting him with. He's basically managing jobbers. Um, Mace from Retribution. I'm like, I don't even know who he was before Retribution. Yeah, same here. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm like, he can't be. I'm like, they don't use him on TV. I like, I don't count main event on TV. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, um, it comes on. It, it's you know pretty much when everybody's asleep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know. <laughs> wow. And about. Exactly. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like, ah, like they don't use him on TV that, you know, he, he, he's basically a jobber. Yeah. Um, and then Mansoor, who they could have given, and, and it would have been short lived, yep. but they could have given him a major push because he was undefeated for like three years. Um, really? Only using him on the Saudi Arabia shows. Oh, okay, okay. And, uh, <laughs> and he was undefeated over there. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, so that's why I'm like, they could have brought him onto the main roster with like a major push, but like, oh, this guy's been undefeated for three years. You don't have to say he's only wrestled six times. Like, you know, he can just say, oh, man, he's been undefeated for three years and show big highlights from the Saudi shows, including him winning the big, bat- the greatest battle royal ever and all that yeah. stuff. 
Well, you think uh, Knight's gonna be just forever a manager with them, or you think they'll like a hybrid of you know management, manager matches, managers matches? The rumor is it'll be a hybrid manager matches. That's good. That that is, but with it's funny to me. I'm like, but he's a better wrestler than both of the guys he manages. Right. So then it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, it's a weird one, and I don't know if it's because of his age. Because uh, I feel he? like he's like our age. Okay. How long has he been in the business for? He's been in the business for quite some time. He was actually even under a developmental back when, I think back when it was like FCW. Oh, wow. All so, right. Yeah. So, so he's been around for a while. All right. All right. Um, okay. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was uh, interesting. You know, when I saw him like almost demoted. Yeah, no, that is interesting. I'm curious to see where things go for him. Because um, again, I, I mean, I'd make him the heavyweight champion. I'd, I'd have, I don't know if I'd have him beat Roman. Okay. Um, but so make maybe him I would. Would he be believable? I, if you build him right, absolutely. Get him over, and he's got the size and the style. I mean, I love some of his stuff in Impact uh, when he he was the champion there. And um, I was watching regularly at that point, Impact, because of guys like him, yep. because of um, EC3, who yep. uh, personally I preferred as Ethan Carter III. Um, then, Were you a fan uh, of that whole like, him and Dixie type of storyline? I was. Okay. I, I liked it. I, I knew the, the shelf life to it because it only works in one company. Okay. Um, and, and good for him for being able to use the EC3 name now in three different companies and have it mean different things. Yep. And uh, how's that control your narrative thing coming along? Um, it's funky. It's <laughs> I, uh, you know, honestly, I haven't kept up with it since leaving uh, Texas, but I don't think they've run since then. Okay. I know they've got, but they've, they've announced, uh, uh, I don't know if you'd call it a tour, but they've got shows coming up in various states. Um, like they've got like three shows announced. Like okay. one's in Ohio, one's in like Michigan, and I forget where the other one is. Okay. Um, and then uh, I've got inside sources uh, that tell me they've got other shows coming up throughout the rest of the year, but I can't get into that. Okay. All right. Uh, I was I'm not sure if you've seen online if, if people have been talking you know nice about it or you know no people have not been talking nice about it what are the like the, 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 the qualms about about it that people aren't feeling it's funny so uh just this past week I discovered reddit okay um and oh my gosh that is a wild place <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is wild <laughs> um, but uh <laughs> But there, there's uh, Reddit Squared Circle, which is just yep. people talking about wrestling. Okay. Um, there's also Reddit MILFs, which is a whole other category. Wild <laughs> place. Um, but Reddit Squared Circle is people talking about wrestling, and there's a whole uh, chat on there about Control Your Narrative. Okay. Uh, and people uh, seem to... Well, I guess, number one, there's a lot of conspiracy theories. What do you mean? Like, uh, people are saying that it's like some uh, Republican like based wrestling company and like they have, they've got like big time Republican backers and stuff. Okay. Um, I don't know how true or if any of that is true. Right. Um, 
I don't know the political leanings of the people that that work there, but I would suspect them to be more center than anything. But who knows? Okay. Uh, and that, but uh, so that's one of the big things I've seen on there. Okay. And then um, just people. I mean, yeah, it's funny. I'm like, all the people that are talking negatively about it have never really watched it because I mean, okay. there's only been they've only had two shows so far. Right. Um, you know, not including all the cinematic stuff they did during the pandemic. Right. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think people are just jumping to a lot of conclusions based on the <clears throat> talent that they have. Uh, a lot okay. of people don't like Austin Aries. Shout out to Austin Aries. I love Austin Aries. Uh, <laughs> he's probably the most intelligent wrestler I've ever met. Um, How come they all feel him? Uh, he's, you know, quote unquote controversial. He's, uh, he's, a, I don't know if he's vegan or vegetarian, okay. uh, but he's one of those things. Um, and that's because he doesn't believe in cruelty to animals. Okay. Um, you know, that, and that's the reason I'm like, how are you going to hate on somebody who doesn't believe in cruelty to animals? Like I, I like my meat, you know, uh, but I, I, I've got no problem with someone who, if they say their reason is they don't want to be cruel to animals. Yep. Like, because if you're trying to tell me like health reasons, I could get into a discussion with you all day about that, you know. Yeah. But it's like, oh, like I don't want to be cruel to animals. I, I, you know, it's like, oh, okay, well, you know what? Like, I, what, what do you say? You know. <laughs> exactly. Um. And uh, so, so yeah, Austin Aries, one of the most intelligent wrestlers I've ever met, one of the coolest wrestlers I've ever met. Uh, and I've met him on a few occasions now. Nice. Um, so, yeah. Yep. Um, so, a lot of big props to him. Uh, and um, But, but yeah. So, a lot of people don't like Austin Aries. One, because he's either a vegan or vegetarian or whatever. And he's pretty outspoken about it. He's got a book about it. Okay. Um, you know. And then, uh, you know, he's very, uh, I guess, controversial with that whole thing with Johnny, uh, Johnny Nitro at uh, Impact a few years ago. Which uh, to this day, what happened? Um, so Aries was the Impact Heavyweight Champion. Um, he lost the match to Johnny Nitro. Uh, as soon as the pin happened, it was one, two, three. Nitro yeah. gets up to celebrate. Yeah. Aries stands up, walks out of the ring, gives the finger to the desk, and walks to the back. Okay. And, and it's one of those things where to this day, like they never explained what happened. Nobody's talking. I think it was a work or a shoot. I I feel like if it was a shoot, like Impact would have like said so. Okay. And been like, well, like you know, Aries is crazy and doing his own thing. Like so, we're done. Aries is crazy. <laughs> like yeah, like you know, you would have to have to be. So that's that's why I think it's a work. But I'm like, it's they never spoke. Because they never spoke about Halo. Nitro or Aries. What's that? Austin or uh, Nitro never spoke about it. No, neither of them spoke about it. Okay, all right. So it's a weird thing where, like, if it was a work, there was no payoff. So that's weird. Um, but I, it's like the Will Smith slap. Like, <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Uh, so yeah, so Aries received a lot of controversy over that because people just assume he went into business for himself, okay. and maybe he did, and no one's talking about it. But that's that's weird too. Okay. Um, so either way, whatever happened was weird. Uh, and then, uh, why else do people not like Austin Aries? Beyond those two reasons, I can't think of why anyone would not like him. 
Okay. Like he's a pretty chill guy. Uh, you know, <laughs> he, um, and, and well, people that have worked with him, I understand them not liking him. Okay. Um, I, I think the, the best example I can give is Jim Cornette. Okay. Uh, who is not an Austin Aries fan because he said he worked with Aries and, uh, told Aries to do something and Aries argued with him and then Aries apparently told him you don't pay me enough to not care ah okay okay and it's one of those things it's like yeah it sounds like Aries is probably a pretty passionate guy especially about wrestling and what his visions of wrestling are or should be yep and he's willing to tell you about it okay alright have you still um, thought of you know sending in your Stuff to, you know, control your narrative or... Well, I had sent my stuff to them um, and then found out that they weren't looking at any of the stuff people were sending them. Right. So uh, you can send another one, you know, do it again or... Well, what I will say is, as I mentioned earlier, I've got inside sources there. And uh, so hopefully with those inside sources, yep. I can uh, make something happen by November of this year. And I will leave cool. it at that. Cool. Yes. Yep. All right. Cool. <clears throat> All but, right. Uh, but yeah, so that's the, you know, control your narrative stuff. And I guess, you know, also like, you know, Braun Strowman, who recently has been considered controversial because of some stuff he's tweeted out. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess, yeah, like the rumor is Strowman, EC3, I know Austin Aries is, and the rumor is Killer Cross that they're all anti-vax people. Okay. Um, and so a lot of people feel a certain way about that. Um, and I, I guess all I can say is like Austin Aries is very outspoken about it. Um, and I'm like, he's he gives intelligent, well, at least what I believe to be intelligent reasons why he's an anti-vax guy. Okay. Uh, and everything else. Okay. Um, so I'm like, I, I you know, I'm not gonna hate on it. I'm like, yeah, everybody's got to do what they feel is right for them. Okay. Um, but but yeah, the rumor is Strowman, EC3, and Killer Cross are also anti-vax people, um, and so a lot of people have issues with that. Oh, uh, okay. Is that why you think they got released? That's one of the rumors going around, actually. Okay. Um, and there's a rumor that AJ Styles was on the chopping block. And uh, he actually got vaccinated and resigned like a major deal. Okay. Um, and uh, there's the same rumor about Sasha Banks, actually. Really? Uh, they, they were going to release her? Yeah, yep. Because uh, wow. I, I guess the, the issue, and, and quick side note, the rumor is Nia Jax got released for that reason. Really? But, I like it. They said she was just a little, you know, unsafe. No one's ever said that, um, okay. <laughs> other than fans okay. uh, and, and some wrestlers. But but yeah, no office people. But no, the rumor and they said it was uh, budget cuts. But the rumor is uh, that she's on. Un- well, the, she has stated that she's unvaccinated, um, and the rumor <laughs> is that that's why she was released. Oh, okay. Um, because I, I, and I guess one of the things, um, and I'm I'm getting this from I want because I, I like to credit who I listen to. I, yep. I'm pretty sure it was Bill Body who uh, he does news with Conan and Disco Inferno. Yeah, and uh, I'm pretty sure he was the one that said 
that the the issue really because you know at the end of the day your your employer can't tell you well especially when it's like a contractor situation can't tell you what to do or what not to do right but because they travel um so much and overseas and everything it would limit what the talent would be able to to attend and do um, and like there's the whole thing like with new york city um, you know, uh, not allowing, you know, people who weren't vaccinated to, to play their sport. Like, you know, that whole thing with Kyrie Irving this year yeah. in the NBA, where you could play away games, but not home games. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. Um, you know, in New York City, even though Madison Square Garden is no longer the mecca it once was for wrestling, yep. um, it's still, WWE still considers that their their home and everything else and i mean and barclays center really i guess is now now where they do most of their stuff um and so yeah i mean that would you know now your talent can't work their big shows yeah um so so yeah the the rumor is that's why a lot of those people got released ah man unfortunately yeah because they haven't called it back neither neither that is no, no. She was a big time, you know, star on the brand. Yes, yes, she was, and uh, and you would think with uh, you know being cousins with The Rock or whatever, and like real cousins or play cousins. I, I I don't know how that whole thing works. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like supposedly she's part of the Samoan dynasty. But like okay. I also don't understand because they say Tamina is, and I'm like, but Jimmy Snook is not part of that. And someone was like, well, his wife or you know her mom, whatever the situation is, oh, is okay. part of that. And I'm just like, okay. I mean, okay. what do I know? <clears throat> Interesting. Yes. Um, so so I I don't know what the deal is there. Um, but but yeah, uh, they have not called her back, and she's doing fashion I think now okay so alright okay but um yeah so um uh, trying to think has there been any other news uh in regards to you know uh, or rumors in wrestling industry um I think people are making a way bigger deal of it than they should uh-huh. but uh Braun Strowman Bray Wyatt and uh Eric Rowan uh, were all they took a photo together yesterday uh, in England. Okay. Um, they were all doing uh, one of those like autograph conventions. Nice. And uh, so you know they all three of them happened to be there, and so they took a picture together. Everyone's like, "Oh my god!" Like Wyatt family reunion and blah blah blah. But I'm like, I, I think it's just three friends that were in the same place at the same time. We're like, we need to take a picture together. <laughs> Coincidence? I think so. Okay. But I guess we'll see. But yeah, I think that's just a coincidence. How did Bray look like since we haven't seen him on television? Like, did he look like he was like out of shape, in shape? Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. he's such a tough one to because uh, I'm like, I I was a big fan of Husky Harris. Okay, hysterical. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Funny <laughs> you are. Funny. Well, well, here's the thing, like. He was out of shape, but he could go. So that means he was in shape. Uh, I, I would compare right. it to William the Refrigerator Perry. You are hilarious. <laughs> uh, I mean, but no, think about it. William Refrigerator Perry was like one of the best football players of that time. Hilarious. What? You're the only person that say, says this, but all right. What do you mean I'm the only person that says that? 
Oh, I guess you and the, uh, any Chicago Bears fans. <clears throat> I, I I feel like so. Here's the thing, because I'm not a football person, uh-huh. I'm not a football fan. I know who William the Refrigerator Perry is, so in my head, I'm like, he must have been a really good player. <laughs> I, I didn't watch the NBA in the '70s, but I know who Dr. J is. I know who the Ice Man George Gervin is. You know, <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, I don't watch the NBA today, but I know who Joel Embiid and Giannis Antetokounmpo is. <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm like William Refrigerator Perry. In my mind, must have been one of the top guys at that time. He and he was not in shape, but he was an NFL football player. So, I mean, he must have been able to go. Yeah. And so I said, same thing about Husky Harris. I'm like, I was a fan of his because he could go. I'm like, you looked at him, he was out of shape, but he was in shape because he could go. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'll give you that. So with <laughs> that being said, looking at Bray Wyatt, I'd be like, oh, he's out of shape. But knowing yeah. how he is, I'm like, he might be in shape. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, because he's been up for what? Now a year? Oh, yeah. I feel like it's been at least a year. All right. And... <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised it's like Tony Khan wasn't like first knocking at his door. So the rumor is that uh, Tony Khan was knocking on his door and okay. Wyatt was asking for like an absurd amount of money. How much? Like I seven fifty? Oh yeah, I'm sure. Oh, okay. And it was worth be. it. I don't. I, but I mean I don't know. Like I guess it depends how you use them, what are you gonna do? Um because the, the rumor, and I have not heard the exact amount, but the rumor is the top AEW guys, like your CM Punks, um, I'm trying to remember who else was on this list. There were like three or four guys there uh, uh-huh. making $5 million a year. I think John Moxley was on that okay. list as well. Um, okay. Making $5 million a year. And it's okay. like, I, I'd assume Bray Wyatt would want at least that if he's asking for a bunch of money. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, he, creatively, he could probably do a whole lot. But then you've seen with the whole Malachi Black hasn't really done a whole lot creatively. Yeah, it's a, he was hyped to have something. Totally. And it's funny. It makes me wonder. Uh, so here we go. Here's my crazy thing that I know will never happen. Okay. But what I would, what I would love to happen is for WWE to get sold, which is the rumor. The rumor is that uh, they're going to be sold to NBC. Okay. Um, and, and if that happens, I, I would love to see Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and the Road Dog go to AEW and be the new booking committee. Okay. And, and see what they do with those talents that were so awesome on the Black and Gold NXT. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Well, I was going to say, well, with Triple H, you think he can do a whole lot creative and, like, have that type of stress, you know, knowing his health situation? That's the, I guess that's the, the tough thing. And this is why, I mean, for so many reasons, this would never happen. Yeah. But I would love it if it did, because I'm like, oh, like, those guys were so good. When, when NXT was kicking, in my opinion, it was the best wrestling that was on TV. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm like, man, you've got those guys from there like but they're not being used the same way so that tells me I'm like that you know you need someone that knows how to use those guys like a Triple H or Shawn Michaels or Road Dog, right uh, well did, did Road Dog have like a lot of decent um, ideas 
I assume so. Uh, he was. It was those three that were like doing the booking for the Black and Gold NXT. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. And uh, before that, Road Dog was actually producing on SmackDown. Okay. Good for him. I know. I didn't, I didn't think. I know, right? Who knew? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, what else? <clears throat> uh, let's see. What else has been going on in the wacky, wonderful world of pro wrestling? Uh Dynamite this past week saw um, Andrade Alidilo um, <laughs> take on Darby Allen in a casket match. Okay. And uh, it's funny, one thing the uh, queen, who uh, actually the queen is being demoted to the princess. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and not, that she, not that she's being demoted, but, uh, you know, we, we had my mom over last night, and really my mom is the queen, to be fair. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so, yeah, so so the queen will now be referred to as the princess. Gotcha. Um, the, uh, the, the princess pointed out how, you know, for her, casket matches means the undertaker. Yes, I agree. Yes. Um, and uh, she pointed out that they did a good job of making you not think about the undertaker for this match. Okay. Um, the style of it uh, was different than most casket matches, um, and then also a little, uh, you know, it was Darby Allen's casket that Darby oh. Allen made. Yeah, that's what had thumbtacks lining the um, door. I don't know what you call it, the cover, the lid. Yep. Yep. Um, so yeah. So uh, and so they did some fun stuff with that. Which, uh, what I really liked and appreciated as a uh, artist uh, and storyteller, they did a spot in the beginning where, uh, so the casket's closed the whole time. And okay. uh, so in the beginning of the match, they do a spot where uh, Andrade got Darby uh, down. And so Andrade goes to open the casket, um, okay. like opens it like an inch and then like pulls back and like puts his finger in his mouth. And you're like, what the heck? You know, like, uh, and uh and then it wasn't until much later that you know that you you find out when the door opens the whole thing's lined with thumbtacks. Oh, so nice. Like, yeah, yep. So it was a cool little like because you know at first you're like, what? That's weird, you know. And, and even the commentary, they're like, did he get a splinter? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, uh, but then you find out, oh, like Darby Allen created this th- you know thing with the thumbtacks. And, and what's good about that, uh, again, to me as an artist watching this and breaking it down. I'm like, oh, like now you've got something like if they had lined the bed with thumbtacks, now that's ridiculous, you know. <laughs> and now someone's got a lie in thumbtacks, but with it just being on the lid, like it's like, okay, cool. You, you've got that initial thing that Andrade did in the beginning, uh, fun little spot, and yep. then also you've got, you know, they did spots where both points, or I should say, at different points, one or the other is in the casket, and yep. you know they're trying to fight to to not have the lid closed, but you don't yep. want to touch the lid. Like, because it's got the thumbtacks on it. Um, so it made uh, it made for some cool spots. And, you know, Darby Allen did one where he just put his arm right into the thumbtacks, like, to, to block the lid. And, you know, you can see he's, like, enduring the pain. And it's like, all right, so <laughs> they're, they're giving you something to work with here to make it different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> As a wrestler yourself, uh, you've had a thumbtack match in your uh, career. Yeah. How does that feel? <laughs> when not you pleasant. Land on 
Um, not pleasant. Although I will say uh, it's worse taking them out than when they go in. Because when they go in, you've got the adrenaline running. Yes. So it's like, yeah, like it's not pleasant, but you know, you've still got you've got the adrenaline fired up. Yes. Um, but but then you get in the back and it's like, oh, and thankfully for me, I just had a couple in my shoulder with a t-shirt on. Okay. So literally you just kind of pull the t-shirt and like they pop out. Okay. Uh, but still, yeah, it is not pleasant. Um, I would, uh, it's funny, I, I often think about the uh, Randy Orton-Nick Foley match um, where Orton went into the thumbtacks and no one saw that coming. Okay. Um, and Orton was just wearing his trunks like nothing else. And so I mean, it, yeah, skin. Yes, skin and a lot of tacks. I mean, there were thousands of thumbtacks. It was a crazy spot. Um, but I that that spot sticks in my head. I'm like, that is a you know WWE often talks about moments. Yeah. Um, and, and it's funny when I wrestled Zach Gowan. Um, that was his big thing. He's like, oh, he's like, you know, we, we've got to create a moment. And I'm, and it was cool for me because I'm like, wow, this is a guy that's coming from WWE and like yep. still has that mentality. Because I've wrestled some former WWE guys, but they were much older. Yep. And so they're just there kind of like, ah, whatever. Like, let's, let's go on, put on our six minutes and not bump, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was it wrestling, uh, Zach? Um, it was different. It okay. It was different. Um, but it was unique uh, because he's he only has one leg. Exactly. Um, so, you know, there were a lot of things that I I would normally probably do and couldn't really do. Um, but with that being said, we wrestled a submission match. Um, okay. And uh, so that made it even more unique because <laughs> he's a high flyer and that's the thing. But it's like, all right, well, now he's got to figure out how to do submissions. Okay. Um, but uh, it, it was more than wrestling him which it was one of my best matches of all time honestly oh wow uh, but but more than wrestling him what i really took from it was when we were talking over the match in the back yeah and i mean for him everything was about leading to a moment uh, okay you know and the stuff in between didn't matter like so he didn't like you know some wrestlers they'll call every single thing i'm gonna punch you with my right kick you with my right like you know yeah blah blah but with him it was like oh like he started backwards was like all right like the big moment of the match is going to be this he's like you know and so then to get to that and to really make people like be up for it and you know and he just had like a few bullet points of like all right we want to hit a b c and then d is the exclamation point what you know and we'll we'll figure it out out there how to get there <laughs> so what was that moment uh the big moment of the match was him missing the moonsault on me um and it's interesting because just saying that it's like huh like but i mean so here's the psychology of it um zach gowan his finisher is the moonsault uh he has a very pretty moonsault and so yeah it's uh it's a big thing and especially you know he's the name like so no one expects me to win and i didn't win uh (laughs) but we we did we created this moment because it's like he's got me he's got me he's got me and, you know, he's calling for the moonsault. Everybody came up for it, like, as they do. And, like, you know, he jumps. And it's very pretty. Uh, okay. But then I rolled out of the way. Boom. And then I went for the ankle lock. Okay. All and right. again, it was a submission match. And so it was, uh, you know, without it being a one, two, kick out, false finish, yeah. it yeah. was a false finish. Okay. Um, you know, because I think people, number one, people weren't, you know, completely invested in it being in a submission match. 
Okay. And so when you see Zach Allen go for the moonsault, you're just like, oh yeah, like your brain kicks in, like, yep, he's gonna gonna win here. Um, and so then when I moved and then went for the ankle lock, and then it's like, oh wait a minute, yeah, this is a submission match. Zach Allen just missed his big move. Now he's got him in a submission. Oh wow, like this could be it. Um, but then Zach Allen rolled out of the ankle lock and got me in one and won the match. Um, but it, but yeah, I've got to give him so much credit because from an audience participation standpoint like that that moment of him missing the moonsault me you know me then going into the ankle lock like we had them is this uh anyway posted online that's a good question i would have to look for it uh i may exactly. you have, have footage if it's if it's not online i think i might have footage of it that i can you definitely gotta upload it <clears throat> i should yeah yeah all right uh cool I wonder what the is he still wrestling? Yes, he is. Really? Um, my match with him was just uh it was like probably a year before the pandemic. Oh, okay. So in twenty nineteen? Yeah. What uh what state was this at? In New York, um for uh full faith wrestling. Okay. Uh that was that your first and only match with that promotion? No. Um I've wrestled for them a few times. Uh, shout out to them. Uh, I haven't been with yeah. them since the pandemic, but uh, okay. but yeah, actually, interesting story of that promotion. The uh, owner of the uh, promotion, um, he was in high school, okay. and he saw me wrestle with the blonde hair. Okay, uh, and uh, was a big fan of mine, apparently. Okay, uh, and then um, you know, just years go on, whatever. And uh, he later started his own wrestling company, blah, 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 blah. And um, my nephew, uh, Brother Greatness, um, he was wrestling for them. And they needed a ring announcer. Okay. And uh, Brother Greatness hit me up. He was like, hey, man. He's like, you know, this is a really cool company. It's it's a Christian wrestling company. Um, And uh, he's like, you know, they need a ring announcer. Would you be able to to come through? Like, you've got a good voice. And yep. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You know, Christian wrestling company, let me help them out any way I can. Like, yep. And uh, so I go there and I meet the uh, owner. And, you know, I introduce myself as G.A. West, like yep. blah, blah, blah. Yep. And at uh, some point, like, we're all talking greatness, says to the owner, you know, because greatness is trying to get me in there as a wrestler. But, you know, this was like, here's a here's a way to get your foot in the door. Yep. And so then in talking, greatness is like, yeah, he's like, you know, he's actually a wrestler. He wrestles as Osiris. And the owner's like, wait, Osiris, like, did you used to have blonde hair? <laughs> and I'm like, like, oh my god! He's like, I was in high school and I was watching you. <laughs> and I'm like, way to make me feel old, yeah, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? But uh, but yeah. So then from there, I started wrestling for him. Um, nice. They only wrestle like three, four times a year. Um, okay. But uh, maybe yeah, putting on shows is not is not cheap. No, definitely not. Um, you know, they do theirs um, in, in conjunction with a uh, church. And uh, as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, it might only even be two to three times a year that they run. It's not very often. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, when they do put on shows, they put on, you know, a, a good show with, with a few names. Um, nice. I think I recently read that Vicky Guerrero was on their last show. Wow. Impressive. So yeah, yep. No, okay. they they do a great where, job. Where in where in New York? On the island or upstate? On, on the island. Okay. Ah, um, uh, where? Um, 
oh, this is horrible. Because I'm like, they only run in one place. It's actually the same place where, uh, and what is it? New York Championship Wrestling, NYCW, or I think, or is that the name of the company? I'm not sure. It's, uh, it's where, um, oh, what was his name? Mikey Whipwreck. Um, <laughs> oh, NCW? What is it? No, the guy from ECW? Yeah, the guy from ECW. Okay. Um, he started up a wrestling company, and I want to say it's New York, New York Championship Wrestling. I think that's it, NYCW. Um, but they, they they run out of the same venue, um, and it's horrible that I can't think of what uh, city in Long Island that is now. But uh, but yeah, somewhere out on Long Island. Uh, any wrestling fans listening to this, if you know the company that Mikey Whipwreck runs, <laughs> then it's, it's in that same place. Full faith. <laughs> championship wrestling or full faith wrestling yeah full faith wrestling full faith wrestling well definitely you know everybody check that out yes for <laughs> sure and uh what other wrestling stuff's been going oh cody rhodes is still doing his journey through wwe <laughs> well he's signed the contract so that's gonna be for a while yes that is but it's uh i find it interesting uh to to see how they use him um you know his first match with seth rollins uh, then his next official match, because he wrestled a dark match on, on the Raw after WrestleMania against Kevin Owens, but right. uh, his next official match was The Miz, um, and then this week on Raw he wrestled Kevin Owens. Um, so I'm curious to see what his journey and arc continues to be. He's going to have Seth Rollins again at WrestleMania Backlash. Okay. Um, I assume Cody wins. And then the question becomes, all right, like, when are you going after Roman Reigns? Oh, you think after he goes against Seth, he's automatically going against Roman? Um, not necessarily, but I, I think that becomes the question, though. Uh, if he's not going against Roman right away, then when? Oh, well, give me a year or so. I, I, I think that's too long. You think he can, I mean, he can start a program with, like, AJ. He could. Um, it wouldn't make any sense. They're both baby faces right now. Um, and Cody maybe Cole, edge. He could. Um, and maybe he has detours along the way. Yeah, there you go. But his whole spiel, you know, on that Raw after WrestleMania was he came here to win the title his dad never won. Right, but he wasn't. it wasn't going to happen in a day. <laughs> No, but I'm like, if that's your whole spiel, like, I'm yeah. here to win the title that my dad never won, like, you've got yeah. to go for it at some point. Right, right, right. But, you know, give it time to let him marinate a little bit. I guess we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, a yeah. lot of people are talking about possibly SummerSlam uh, seeing that match, him and Roman. Too early. Too early. I agree, actually. But I, I, I also wouldn't have had him come in right off the bat being like, I'm here to win the title my dad never won. Because it's like, well, now... Well, he had to explain why he had to explain why he's there. But I would have given other reason, and then later, like, be like, okay, like now that I've been here for a while and like got my feet cemented, now I'm okay. here to go after the title my dad never won. Okay. But I mean, okay. on day one, when you say that, it's like, well, now you've set expectations. Okay. It is so funny that he's going after this father lineage thing because Dusty was never in a never left that long for to be like title contention. It's just darn. Hogan era, so like <laughs> it'd been next to impossible. Well, Cody explained it um, that Dusty had a picture of himself holding up the uh, WWWF title um, in Madison Square Garden. 
Oh, okay. Where, uh, apparently they had a dusty finish with him and superstar Billy Graham. Okay. And so Dusty won the match by countout. Okay. And so he's holding the belt up, but then, you know, of course, it's like you can't win the belt by countout. Right. Um, so so Cody's story is that, you know, his dad got to hold the belt, but, but and, uh, and Cody says when he was eight years old, he, he saw that picture and he was like, oh my God, you had the same title that Hulk Hogan did? Yeah. That was like, oh no, baby, you know, like, you know, <laughs> I won it, but, you know, they took it away from me. Yeah. And, uh, and so Cody says, like, now he's here to, to get that title. Uh, oh, okay. that that makes sense. It, that it makes does. Sense. It, it's a great story. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, well, now, now you've set expectations really high. True. Well, uh, is Roman have any upcoming, you know, Hollywood video obligations? <laughs> um, not that anyone's talking about. Nothing rumored. Okay. And they've uh, they've unfortunately created a problem with Roman. What do you mean? There's no one that's really believable to beat him. Well, is Brock coming back to get his uh, his get back? Doesn't seem like it. Okay. Um, I didn't read it on purpose, but I guess they taped next week's SmackDown this week. Okay. And it's in the uh, headline I saw. It said, "Oh, like find out who Roman Reigns' next uh, competitor is going to be." Okay. Uh, but I'm like, yeah, it's, if it was Brock, that would have been big news. It would have been like, "Oh, Brock Lesnar!" <laughs> like at SmackDown taping, you know? Right. So I'm not sure. My guess is that it's going to be Shinsuke Nakamura. Hilarious. I know. I know. Um, but that's uh, last week. Um, Shinsuke came out during Roman's promo uh-huh. and um, Roman gave him a hug and then the Uso super kicked him and then that was it like nothing else after that okay so that's why I'm guessing Shinsuke will be Roman's next opponent but I'm like no one believes Shinsuke is going to be Roman Reigns like yeah it does have a they, why, it's just in the whole like two separate brands and this consolidates on one I agree um, It'll make it easier. It, it definitely would. You know, you could then cycle guys through, and you'd have a yep. lot. You know, a lot you could work with. Yep. Um, and, and maybe they're heading to that because uh, at WrestleMania Backlash, one of the matches is going to be um, RK Bro defending yep. the Raw Tag Team Titles against the Usos. Oh, okay. And so I don't know if the plan is to you know we're going to have one tag team champs, one world champ. And I don't know. I don't know where that's all going to head. It'll be interesting, I guess, to see. Okay. All right. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Um, Okay. All right. Cool. Yes. Yes. And I think the Street Profits will be turning heel. You think so? I think so, which uh, personally, I'm all for. Why would they turn heel? Um, Why would they do it? I I don't really know, but they I, they've they sell merch? twice now. Do they sell merch? I don't know how well they, their merch sells. Okay, um, but they've teased twice now about them kind of turning heel, like just be, uh, so the first time the Usos uh, went on Raw and challenged RK Bro. Yep. Uh, Street Profits came out, uh, interrupted, and they were like, you know, we're the top team, like, and they were just kind of uh, edgy, you know, they weren't heel, okay. but they were edgy, you know. Okay. Um, and then uh, there was another time where the uh, Street Profits 
again talking to RK Bro, and yep. they were like, "Oh, like you know, we don't ask for shots; like we take them." Like, okay, again, so it's okay. just it was a little edgy, you know. Okay. So I'm like, "Oh, like are they gonna turn heel? I assume, and maybe feud with RK Bro for a little bit." Um, okay. It'll be. I, I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I'm still surprised that has a. Um, I'm surprised they they never had like the Street Profits and obviously Bianca like have like a you know acknowledge one another like she could be like you know not valet but you know work with them on matches and stuff like that and, you know if they had like you know triple you know what I'm saying so yeah, that's yeah. you know uh, some sort of interaction between you know since that's Montez's wife. They did. I, I think when Bianca won the belt against Sasha at WrestleMania, yeah. Yeah. I think Ford came down to the ring. Okay. I, okay. I think that happened. But outside of that, yeah, they haven't really yeah. acknowledged each other. Larry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay. Um, I know you mentioned before that you got your next show for NCW in May, correct? Since yes, sir. May April. Uh, do you know who you'll be uh, facing? Not yet. Um, I've been off the interwebs and I haven't spoken uh, to JC Marks. But uh, you know what? I'm going to reach out to him and by next week's episode, I'll have some more information. Sweet. Sweet. <clears throat> and then um, any other promotions? Just that uh, NCW right now is on the, the top tier? At this moment in time, NCW is on the top tier. Uh, it's interesting, actually. I had expected at this moment in time to be uh, doing a few different things. But uh, the COVID uh, trip um, kind of slowed me down a little bit. Okay. Uh, in fact, this week was my first week getting back in the gym. Um, so I'm still kind of taking things a little slowly. Okay. Um, so I'm going to hold off on any major wrestling plans. Um, but with that being said, there's definitely some promotions in mind that I look to be working for down the line. Okay. One of them I can talk about, uh, cause I'm already booked, yep. um, for August, uh, Chad Epic has a, uh, promotion, um, yes. you know, the guest that we had on previously, so um, Chad is, uh, hot sauce, which one is there yes. together? Uh, try. Yes, uh, I forget what his hot sauce is called. I want to say it's probably like Epic Hot Sauce or something like that. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, he, he has a promotion and he uh, or I think he's just starting it, but uh, yeah, he will he will have a show um, in August. Okay. And uh, I am on that show. Uh, I am not wrestling against, but someone else who will be on that show is former NXT talent um, Oni Lorkin. What? Yes. All right. Yeah, he he local too, right? Yes, he is. Yep, he's a yeah, uh, he's guy. guy. Yeah. Okay. Is he a Kowalski student or he is what? Is not. Um, oh, okay. I I want to say he's he was top rope. That was what Rhode Island. Yes. Yeah. No, no, I'm thinking Slam Tech. I'm sorry. Oh, Slam Tech. Yeah, yeah. Top, who, who, yeah, top who, rope. Actually, te- technically, top rope is Massachusetts, but I consider it Rhode Island. It's Fall River. That so area. who trains? Who who trains the top rope? 
Ryan, uh, I want to say his name is Ryan Waters, I think. Okay. Ryan something. Um, you've never heard of him. I've never heard of nope. him. Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, of course. Like, I, I've actually met, met him. So when I say never heard of him, just one of those things like, oh, yeah, like not a lot of people are going to know who he is. Yeah. Um, super nice guy. And I, judging by the people that come out of his school, uh, he's a really talented trainer. So are you facing Oni or no? No, no, no. Oh, We're okay. just, just, I'm just mentioning he's also on the show. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Be crazy if you would. That, that would be, that would be, and that'd probably be a good match. But uh, honestly, did you ever? Hopefully, you get the chance to uh, tell him that you also spoke with one of his family members. Yes, yes, and uh, which uh, will will kayfabe, yep. who and all that. And why, yeah. but but yes, I definitely intend to bring that up to him. Nice, nice, nice. Well, do you have an opponent for this particular show? Um, <laughs> I've been given a, a couple uh names, but I, I okay. don't think it's been solidified yet. All right, well, hopefully, you face him. I know that would be awesome, but that's not one of the names I've been given, and I'm pretty sure he's already got an opponent. Gotcha. But right. with that being said, uh, you know, hey, who knows? Maybe down the line sometime. What's the date for this? August. Uh, I want to say August 7th. Uh, it's like is the... a ways down the yeah, line. Yeah, it's a ways down the line. It's uh, But yeah, it's like the first Saturday in August, I believe. Okay. All right. Well, we'll definitely periodically uh, we'll keep up to date. Uh, yes. That's almost six months away. <laughs> well, a couple, several months away, I should say. But yeah. 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 So, uh, but yeah, now we'll periodically check in on that. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, other than that, just we've got, uh, you know, NCW from now till November. And, uh, you know, maybe in a month or two, I'll start talking about some other places. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, anything else? Um, let's see. Well, how was NXT this week? You said you caught that? Yeah, uh, well, I should say not this week's, last week's. Uh, basically, uh, the continuing um, the uh, Olive Garden waiter against uh, his <laughs> program with uh, Braun Breaker and uh, with that little program, as well as the Creed Brothers, they had the um, tag team gauntlet. Um, uh, it was like a gauntlet, basically. So the Creed Brothers were going to uh, pretty much won like three out of their four tag teams that they were facing against um I'm forgetting the name of the other tag team that they lost against but too the current yeah, yeah too uh too deadly too deadly okay yep uh too pretty hysterical uh <laughs> but yeah so they conti- they uh continue with their feud um so yeah okay and it's funny I had never heard of too deadly before me neither and uh-huh. I've never seen them but I saw the uh like I saw a thing of them with the the tag belts yep and I thought they were women. <laughs> the hair three one. The, the hair they were wearing crop tops. <laughs> well, so like just immediate, you know, like that that first split second of you know yeah. you see something, and it's like, oh, yeah. like new new NXT women's tag champs. Okay, yeah. and then it's like, wait, no, like those are men. Like, okay, <laughs> but no, it's cool. I mean, it's cool. Like. NXT is definitely giving a lot of, you know, the the new guys, you know, the homegrown talent. Well, not homegrown talent, but, yeah. Well, I think it, it is homegrown talent, isn't it? I don't think oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, all, yeah, all performance center. Yeah. 
you tell him. So I definitely give him my thumbs up. I, I, I like the the stadium. Oh, not the stadium, but the arena, the NXT arena. Okay. With the bright lights. Yeah. Down in uh, Orlando, Florida. Orlando. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say it's, it's not as like it's crazy. It's not like a like a Disney or Universal Studio like you know all the other shows were you know for like wrestling. This is like its own entity. Yes, because I don't even think they're at full sale anymore, are they? Like, didn't they build their own thing? I think so. I think you might be correct. Yeah. So so no, that's definitely unique um, and, and good for them. Yep. Um, it's funny saying Orlando makes me think of uh, when I trained at OVW with Rip Rogers. Yep. And uh, he was talking about how uh, he used to rib Bradshaw. And uh, back Why? when uh, Bradshaw had Orlando Jordan as the um, what was he chief of staff, I think was his. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently, Orlando Jordan used to uh, bring a 19-year-old boy with him uh, to the shows. Is this you say allegedly? Uh, allegedly, allegedly. There you go. Yes, allegedly. This is what. Uh, and I mean, hey, he's nineteen. That means he's of age. Uh, Still allegedly. But yes, allegedly. Um, and uh, you know, according to to Rip Rogers, and uh, Rip used to uh, call up JBL and be like, "So how's Orlando and his boy doing?" <laughs> <laughs> JBL would be like, "Rip, like, leave me alone, like, and hang up." The <laughs> Too funny. Yes, yep. So, classic okay. times. Okay, all right. Okay. Um, but, all right, well, we're at our, our normal uh, yeah. 90. So, yes, uh, sir, yes, sir. You have your water bottle uh, message? Yes! I finally, <laughs> finally getting back to uh, drinking. I'm, I'm drinking about like four fifths a gallon a day. Okay. So, so we're almost, almost back to normal. Okay. And uh, which is funny because tomorrow's water bottle is even better than today's. Okay. But uh, today's water bottle says, uh, I am feeling better. Ah, which is always good. Yes. That, that's physically always, and mentally. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, both physically and mentally. And uh, so, so that's definitely a, definitely a good thing. Yep. And uh, but yes, so that is uh, today's water bottle message. And for anybody else out there that's been going through any sort of sickness, physical, mental, spiritual, hopefully uh, you too are feeling better. Yep. And uh, but but yeah, so that's the uh, the message today. That is the vibe. Uh, that's also uh, what's on the princess's water bottle. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yes, yep. Because uh, I'm like, you know what? We're both doing better. We're you know, neither one of us are a hundred percent, but we're 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 back to back to ourselves, back to you know working out. She's been hopping on her Peloton bike and Peloton nice. treadmill. And nice. So yeah, yep. So we're both we're doing the things. We're we're getting back to it. So we, we both are feeling better. And uh, for everybody out there in not TV land, uh, podcast land. <laughs> Everybody out there at podcast land. I hope you guys are all feeling better, feeling great, feeling awesome. Uh, for, for, <laughs> uh, for my man, Mr. Uh, unnamed, AKA, I, uh, father MC. Father MC. Yes. AKA father MC. <laughs> oh, my love is all I have. Oh, my dear. <laughs> Very special. No, that's, uh, that's, that's, no, that's Candyman. No, that's Father MC. 
Oh yeah, with uh, Spinderella. Yes. But man, no way, no, that's not Big Daddy King. Nah, that's Father MC and Spinderella. Nah, that is Big Big Daddy King and Spinderella. Pretty sure that's Father MC. Nah, Father MC is everything will be all right. Everything's gonna <laughs> be all right, all right now. No, no, um, now you got me blanking out on it. Uh, oh no, no. Every, uh, uh, every no, I'm thinking of uh, treating them right. <laughs> uh, now I got to go back to the archives. Cause you messed me up. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Everything's gonna be all right. Nope, I'm no, just going right back to the same thing. Wait, <laughs> 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 no, treat them right. Yeah, treat them like they want to be treated. You should treat them right, and then we got yeah. to go to the, the the Amazon Music and Father uh, <laughs> MC. I dig it, I dig it. But yes, for, for you, Mr. Unnamed, a.k.a. Father MC, I hope you are feeling better, feeling good, feeling great, feeling wonderful today. I got the immune system of Wolverine. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Now we're talking. <laughs> Although, d- does that mean you can get sick but heal quickly? Nope, can't get sick. All right, because I'm like, I feel like Wolverine, he gets, you know, whatever. He just heals quickly. <laughs> Maybe you've got the immune system of a rabid Wolverine. <laughs> no, no, don't want rabies. <laughs> yeah, no one wants that. You got to get that needle shot. At least yeah, right. day, that's what it was. I don't know if it's still that. <laughs> but uh, but yes, no, nah, I hope you're good, and I'm glad to hear you're healthy. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, it's like we always do about that time. It's about time to uh, wrap it up. Yes, sir. You know, so uh, you, got, you got the bell on deck. We uh, we got we've got a bell on deck. Okay. We'll see. We'll see how this one goes this week. Uh, but I feel good about it. And uh, each week, it's a different bell system. Uh, actually, <laughs> we're gonna do a test run. What is this? Ah, that's not great. Um, so <laughs> I uh, I got a new bench in the gym this week, and uh, so I, I was like, ooh, it, you know, it's got metal legs. I was like, let's see how that sounds. But now nah, we we're, we're gonna stick with the uh, traditional bell uh, for for today. Um, but, but yes, as we do every week, it's Sunday when we're recording, but I'm sure it's a different day when you're listening, but whatever day it is, hope it's a great day. Hope, uh, you know, as we say, you guys could be anywhere in the world, but you're here, you're listening to us and we appreciate that. So, uh, without further ado, we will take it out. Let me put on my black and white stripes. There we go. One, two, three. Ha, ha, ha.